in this week's Complaint Corner, She-Hulk, Stan Lee, and some other shit. This is Critically Complained. Hi, I'm Adam, and this is Steve. And first, we gotta talk about that, uh, interesting She-Hulk trailer. <laughs> so, I, I think the the very first thing that we have to talk about in relation to She-Hulk is the CGI, because it's, like, the biggest takeaway from the trailer. Uh, that CGI does not look good. <laughs> what, what did you think, Steve? Are, are you... Uh, well... I maintain that I can't really tell the difference on a con I don't see so great, but yeah, I don't remember right, being right. blown away by it. Oh so it must God. not have been exceptional. It didn't look real, that's for sure, I guess. It's like, like after the trailer dropped, CGI started to like trend on Twitter and everybody had their own thoughts about it. And uh, it's, it really doesn't look good. I was like reading all kinds of articles about it. Like, apparently, like... I didn't know this, but apparently, uh, m like, masculine figures are easier to, uh, create, like, to digitally create than feminine figures. Like, it's just because, like, masculine, uh, because men, I guess, are, like, have, like, more blunt features, and it's, like, and it- More squares. Yeah, they're, like, they're, yeah, it's more square-like, uh, and, like- uh, if there's any sort of, what's the word, um, imperfections, it looks like it's intentional, whereas it looks less intentional if it's if it's a feminine form. I find that fascinating to think about. Uh, so, like, I, I do feel for these poor VFX artists that are working on this show, because, like, I'm sure they're giving it their all, and it's, you know... Well, you I know, get it. fucking women's bodies are works of art, and men's are just big, dumpy messes most of the time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I really, really do not like the way she looks in this trailer at all. Uh, I And really, even if I were to like set that aside, I'm really just not that excited for the show. It just looks really, really like cheesy and kind of I'm not dumb. sure if we're supposed to be doing a superhero show or a lawyer show that has a superhero in it. Yeah. It like feels a, like it's the latter. Yeah, it feels like it's a lawyer show where, like, the main character gets superpowers, but she doesn't really want them. And she's just like, I just want to go be a lawyer. Leave me alone. Well, because, like, okay. first of all, she, she sounds really whiny and annoying. But, like, it, they said they're doing, like, a superhero division or whatever. So, presumably, she's going to be doing a lot of, like, metahuman cases. But, like, unless they're going to start putting their big movie characters in here for cases they're gonna be like a bunch of random nobodies you know yeah which I'm, mm -hmm. i guess i'm okay with but it seems like a waste you know yeah i definitely think that it's like okay if you're gonna have a like a superhero division of like a bunch of lawyers and that's what this whole show is going to be about yeah like you want to see characters you recognize like you don't want it to just oh yeah this trailer also gave us a very brief glimpse of Frogman, who is a superhero i guess or maybe he's a villain i've never even heard of this guy before but i've seen some images of him so maybe uh she hulk is going to represent frogman in court i i, sure. I guess this could just be like a fucking phoenix Wright thing where like there's only like three cases in the whole thing it's just like most a third of the season is one case a third of the season is the second case and a third's like the third case or something See, like maybe I, they could do it that way. I would like it if that was if we even got that much. I would be surprised if it was any more than just one case. Uh, yeah, I have to say, yeah. I really feel like this is a poorly timed show because they just introduced uh, Daredevil as 
the lawyer for superheroes in Spider-Man. And I really mm. feel like he's a bigger character than She-Hulk is and a previously existing character. They really did kind of fuck themselves with that one because now they've got two superhero lawyers. Yes. Yeah, it's it is weird. I would love I would love it if he was in this show. Like I would love it if he was like a He part might of cameo the legal in season team. 2 or something if we get a season 2. Maybe they'll yeah, be on like, opposing sides or something. That would be really fun to watch. Like I would I I love some of the my favorite scenes from Daredevil is the uh lawyer scenes surprisingly. Like I didn't, I didn't think I'd like that as much as I did, but like goddamn, like uh Charlie Cox can just act his freaking okay. heart out. You know what? I love Actually, since since Daredevil works pro bono, and he's always doing the right thing, you know, I feel like She-Hulk, who is basically, it looks like in this one, like, whatever, the a public defendant or whatever the thing is, where you get assigned a lawyer. I don't remember what that's called. Oh, but yeah, like, public defender, I think. Yeah, yeah. I feel like she would be on the side defending the bad guy, and Daredevil would be trying to make him, or to prove him guilty, and they would be at odds because... She's trying that to defend this guy. So they can't have cool. Daredevil pick the wrong guy because Daredevil's already been established to be like this amazing judge of character or whatever. Well, I mean, so they yeah, can't he can literally him... he can hear their heartbeats. Like he right. knows. Right. So they can't have him on the wrong side of this. So it has to be her defending the bad guy. And I guess the conflict could come from that. That's assuming he's in the show at all ever. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't think we have any real reason to think Daredevil will be in the show other than they're both lawyers, and wouldn't that be cool? And it would be. Uh, but <laughs> wouldn't that be cool? It would be. Yeah, but yeah. we. But the world doesn't know he's a lawyer slash superhero. They just think he's a superhero defending lawyer. So right, yeah. Uh, and what was the other thing? Oh, uh, there is one character in this that we've seen before, and that is uh, Abomination. Uh, I'm yeah, very. I was excited. confused by this. That's the thing that I'm most excited about with this show is like I feel like Abomination has just been completely forgotten for like almost 20 years now. He was in <laughs> Shang Chi for a second. He was in Shang Chi for a second, uh, which was Shang -Chi. nice. Shang Chi, Shang Chi. We try here, uh, mm -hmm. which was a cool little cameo. I enjoyed that, but it, like he didn't even speak. You know, like nope. he wasn't really well. They didn't want. They didn't want to pay that guy any money. That's just why he used <laughs> I mean, the character. Yeah. Somebody had to um, make grunts or something. They went and got the guy who gets the donuts off the table. It's like, hey, grunt into this microphone. I did hear on Reddit that they actually did have Tim Roth do the voice work in Shang-Chi, which is very why? strange. Uh, yeah, it's like, why even bother? Like, <laughs> I don't understand why they would go to the trouble of doing that. They probably but, okay. could have just used the recordings of him from the previous movie again. They probably could. Absolutely. No, I wouldn't notice. I couldn't that. have told you what he sounded like when he grunted. I mean, seriously, like, he was only in one movie, and again, that was, like, 20 fucking years ago. It's the second And he was only MCU Abomination movie. for, like, 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was only Abomination, and like, at the very fucking end. Like, he was, a, yeah, he was on screen as Abomination for, at most, Actually, 15 wait a minutes. minute. Did they kill Abomination in that movie or not? They did not. They did not kill Abomination in the okay. movie. He was, he was captured at the end, and that was the last we heard of him. We're supposed, to, was, we're supposed to have, like, the thinker, too, but we never got the thinker. Yeah, they've never done the thinker. That's something I kind of hope that this show uh, does. I would love it if this show addressed the thinker in some way, because that has been, like, this this weird, um, I don't know what to call it, like, loose thread that they have just never, ever picked up on for 20 fucking years. 
Uh, and I do think it's funny that uh, it's like, okay, so Tim Roth is back, but uh, fucking, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, the guy who played Hulk. I can't even think of his name. Edward Norton. Edward Norton. Edward Norton. Yeah, like, I, I, I think it would be really fun if they, like, had Edward Norton make, like, a cameo appearance or, like, like Bill either Bixby in... Like did in the first movie? Sure, yeah. I think that'd be really not, funny. Not... Yeah, it was Bill Bixby. Yeah, he was in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they could have him cameo in this, or maybe they could do, like, a multiverse thing. Like, maybe in the next multiverse movie, they have hulk show up and it's hulk played by edward norton i just think that'd be really fun but i'm, I'm asking for okay too much. while we're on I the know. subject of hulk i'm still mad about smart hulk really don't care for that at all i think it makes sense like for this story like it like it obviously he's not going to be like a giant rage monster because he's acting as like a mentor for the for she hulk who has they could have just kept them separate they could have just they already established in this universe. He could just do it whenever he wants. There was no reason to combine them. There really wasn't. I think it was more of just like a, we want to finish Hulk's story. And the best way to do that is to, you know, merge the two together. I, see, but I don't my, think that was the best thing at all. <laughs> uh, see, my thing is like, I actually, I like the idea of small, of smart Hulk. Like, I think it makes sense to do that at some point. I just think that the way that they did it in the movies was just really lame. Like it happened between movies. We didn't even get to see him like, like I would have loved like some sort of weird dreamscape escape moment where like he, like Bruce Banner and Hulk got to like talk to each other and argue and like come to some sort of understanding. And it is only after that that they're able to like merge and like have the intelligence of Bruce Banner in Hulk's body. I think yeah, that I if they had done it, they stay separate. They're separate characters. There was no need to combine them. Eh, fine. I mean, that's, I would also have been fine with that, uh, but, like, the way that they did it, I'm, I'm definitely not a fan of. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm interested in what this show is going to, like, give to, like, the grander MCU. Like, I kind of like the, I kind of like the Disney Plus shows that, like, actually delve into what, uh, superheroes that we already know and care about are up to. Like, I feel like I can already tell you what this is offering for the future movies. The next big team-up thingy, she's going to show up in the final fight and punch a robot or an alien or something at some point. Yeah, that's probably true. And, like, you know, make a very, very weird, oblique reference to the show. Maybe mention something about, like, you know, objection! I don't know, I'm just fucking making shit up. Uh, <laughs> well, that sounds stupid. I hope she doesn't do that. But I hope she doesn't do that. I can I, envision, I, I, I can imagine, I can't imagine the enemy because we don't know what's going to be yet, but I can imagine a silhouette or like a monster thing. Hulk's on the ground all covered in dust or whatever and it's standing over. I'm about to stab him and then she fucking flying sidekicks in and blows it up and he's like, Rah! and then jumps off screen again. And then we see her in wide shots going forward. Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, I, I, I put, I put I, money I just... on it right now. I have, like, this weird feeling that I feel like this show is not going to be very popular just based on this one trailer. Like, there was a, a huge Well, I can tell you reaction. why the show's not going to be popular, Adam. Uh, why is that? Cause it stars because a woman? she's a woman. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a woman, and she's a replacement for uh, a male character that many people view as a yeah, metaphor Yeah, most people for their wrote this penises. thing off before it started. <laughs> yeah i mean i i do feel bad for the character and also for the actress uh like it, it, it can't be easy but i i i'm not excited for this show this is probably the show that i'm least interested in uh and normally yeah, i'll tell I you like what i was excited for when, though what's that 
There's that one scene where she's speed dating or something. She scoops that guy up like a fucking baby and carries him off to fucking plow his brains out. (laughs) That I was excited for. I knew you were going to freaking love that. I knew it. As soon as I saw that, that I was like, Amazon, she's going to bend his dick in half. (laughs) Yes, that was also another thing that was weird about this trailer. Like that, the way that it ended, I was like, wait, like, did they just make like a, like a very, very obvious sex reference? Like they don't normally do that in Marvel properties. And this show seems to be pretty family friendly up until that point. So I don't know. It was, it was weird. I mean, I didn't, they're probably not going really to fucking show the, the bedroom rocking because she obviously has the power to shake the entire house. So there's no way that scene does not happen, but we're going to see some picture frames falling off a wall or something. Yeah, maybe. You're, you're probably right, which is so... I don't know. I, I feel weird about that, but... Like, I feel fine. like I can build this entire show out of just cliches of things I've seen already. <laughs> you really could. Like, that's another thing I didn't like about the trailer was that it was just, like, a lot of cliches. Like, I, I really didn't care for her characterization. Like, I don't care for just... her friend already. Her friend is yeah. female best friend, subtype yeah, A, category BC. And she's quirky, she's she's new quirky female, like, you know, uh, whatever, like, it's just, I don't know, like, this, this show, uh, the, the whole trailer, I felt almost nothing throughout the entire trailer, other than, like, sort of revulsion slash confusion slash arousal right at the end when they did the, uh... <laughs> Yeah, I gotta <laughs> like, tell you, I'm not, I'm not into that, that doesn't do it for me. No, that's not your thing. No, I mean, I'm not into being carried. I, I can't. I, I can't really put myself in that situation. I, I, no, thank I, you. Uh, I don't mind getting I, smacked I, I around could... a little bit, but I don't think I want to be carried away. <laughs> I think I could. I could get behind being carried. No, I that think. does not do it I for think, me. I think that could be fun. I, I don't. No. I don't really want this to become like a whole new fetish of mine. So I'm new. I'm not gonna travel further down that rabbit hole. But uh, okay, yeah, yeah maybe that's... don't investigate that too thoroughly. Don't pick at yeah, that don't, scab. Don't... You don't want to see what's underneath. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like I don't want to. I don't want to touch that. Like I'm just gonna leave that alone but uh yeah i i'm not very not very pumped for this one uh which which is too bad i am excited for miss marvel and i'm very excited for this uh for this daredevil show i think i would rather watch this than miss marvel for sure uh oh really i can't i I can't even pretend to care what fucking 11 i love miss marvel i love kamala like i'm just excited that's not kamala though I mean, it does. It definitely does feel very different than the Kamala that I'm used to. That's some kid named Kamala who has entirely yeah. unrelated superpowers. I kn- yeah, I know. That's that's the part about the about Miss Marvel that I'm dreading. But I'm gonna try to withhold judgment. Try. I'm not. My very I'm judging best. right off the bat. All right, fine, whatever. Uh, all right. So I don't really have anything more to say about the She-Hulk trailer other than CGI is rank and. Uh, arousal slash confusion uh that's pretty much it uh so it's a dangerous place to be it's 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 it is a dangerous place to be yes uh so our next piece of news is also marvel related and that is that uh marvel has signed a 20-year deal to officially license stan lee's likeness in future movies tv shows merchandise theme parks and basically anything that they fucking want uh, and they're going to do this by using archival footage as well as digital recreations, uh, just to kind of throw Stan Lee in whenever the fuck they want to do that. And I, I'm uncomfortable with this. I, I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> I, I've kind of already, uh, like come to terms with not seeing Stan Lee in like current Marvel projects. Like I, I think the last one he was in was Avengers Endgame. He hasn't been in any other things since then. 
And, like, I'm okay with that. The man died. <laughs> like, Stan Lee is dead, and he died two years ago, or I think it was two years ago, or maybe it was more than that. Hell if I know. Like, like I'm good. I'm good. Like, I don't, I don't want, I don't need more cameos from a dead person. What do you think about this, Steve? Yeah, this is becoming a weirdly common thing now. Like, you know, Star Wars probably was the forerunner of this, unless you count, like, the Michael Jackson concert that they did a couple years ago where they just oh, made yeah. projection Michael Jackson. That was weird. But, that was very yeah, weird. But, like, you know, they started putting people who don't exist in Star Wars who used to be in Star Wars. And I get it's for the legacy thing, because it's like, these characters are still alive in-universe, so you wanted to make sure those recognizable faces were there. I get it, I guess. But, like... I don't like the idea of people becoming, like, JPEGs that you can just buy. I agree. I completely <laughs> like, agree fucking, with you. Like, it's, it just oh, man. feel it, right. It, like, in the future, we're going to have Samuel L. Jackson in movies, and they're just going to cast him. Like, real-life Sam would agree to this movie, right? Snakes on the Plane 7 or whatever. Just put him in there. <laughs> just put him in there with archive footage. It's fine. I don't know yeah, if you ever. I don't know if you remember this, but now. for a while, South Park was. Uh, this is a, the character Chef. You familiar with the character Chef on South Park? I am. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're. Yeah, gonna they were say, just using yeah. uh, recordings of him to make Chef talk more in future episodes after he stopped being Chef. So like. Yeah, yeah they just used old. Uh, yeah, old I mean, it, it, like deliberately bad. Like you could tell show. they were doing it. They just it was like a fucking ransom note of Audible. It was weird, but like. <laughs> I, did they obviously stop doing not that? Do, yeah, Chef is dead, I think, if I recall oh, good, correctly. good, Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think he, I think if I remember correctly, he joined a pedophile group and then fell off a bridge and then turned into paste. If I remember correctly. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Yeah, I really wanted okay. no chance of him yeah. coming back as a likable character, I guess. Those, those creators really, uh, really did not uh, get along very well with the Chef actor, did they? Like, they must they would have had a, really, not. a very bad falling out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Anywho... Um, yeah, I don't like the idea so much that, uh, we're going to put dead people in movies. I, I didn't mind it so much for Star Wars, I guess, because it was, like, few and far between. But I would really fucking hate to see, like, more Carrie Fisher and stuff. Or, like, uh... Yeah. You know, like, oh, God, who just died recently? Um, who's that guy that voices death and family guy that I always forget his name? Oh, are you uh, talking about, um, Adam West? No, not Adam West. What? No. What? I don't know. Okay, sure, Adam West. Fine, let's go with that. What if they fucking did a new Batman movie and they had a goddamn Adam West cameo and it was just just, like, just him in the background and, and he's like one line, like a Stan Lee cameo, but it was Adam I West. Like, I, yeah, I Would that like not be that. the weirdest thing you've ever seen? It's the weirdest thing ever. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. It's like, man, pe dead people should stay dead. It's, it's okay. If they want to do something like that, I mean, okay, the, the Adam West thing, there's just no way they can do that. But like, uh, this is going to tie directly into a uh, thing we're going to talk about later, but, like, I think that the best thing to do if you want to have a character return that's, but the actor is dead, is to just recast the fucking character and have, like, the new actor, you know, put his own stamp on the character. Uh, like, I just feel like that's the best way to go about doing it. And, I mean, but in, in an emergency situation, if you have to, you do that. But otherwise, yeah. it's perfectly okay to just not have characters come back. Yes, that is perfectly Sometimes okay. Sometimes that's fine, too. I didn't need Moff Gideon. Like, I was perfectly okay with not having Moff Gideon show up in that movie. I think you mean, I think you mean Grand Moff Tarkin. Uh, Whatever. But, 
Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, yes, like the, that one. That that one, I'm kind of okay with because it's like the guy had been dead for like 20 years, so it was like kind of like weird and special to see him again. Like it was. was like, it? Oh. Did he care? Was he happy I mean, about seeing he it? He didn't, but it wasn't of course for not. him. Who gives it was for us. So who cares? I mean, I yeah, I guess. And the Carrie Fisher thing, I liked just because it's like I felt like they they had to do something, right? Like it was like, all right, like we have to make well, this new movie. Well, I mean, they had to explain it somehow, yes. But it was uh, very odd because, like, you know, <laughs> she died, like not not years before that, but like during that. Like, yeah, she like died right before they started filming the new movie, and then it was like, all right, we're just gonna like cheat and make this yeah. kind of awkward, but it'll be fine, and everyone will cry, and it's fine. I did not mind flashback Leia though; that was fine. Really, I'm surprised well, that that was they had more to, okay if, with you. If they just showed the back of her head, it would have been awkward. Like if we never saw Leia's yeah. face there, it would have we would have all known that's what they were doing. But then we all would have reminded that there's no Leia anymore, and I feel like putting flashback Leia in there was good enough. Like, like I, I have actually. You know what? Issues. Fucking Star Wars is all over the place with this too. Because in Mandalorian, we have aged down Luke Skywalker. Yeah, <laughs> which is, yeah, which is also weird because he's not technically dead, but like that version of him doesn't exist anymore. Uh, that one I like just because like they they actually did get Mark Hamill on set to like film to like film and then they had like this stunt double guy also film but like he was kind of going off of the way that Mark performed it first uh so like I feel like if they did they did the young uh Luke thing as bet like the best way they possibly could and I really think it worked within that within the show uh, and I also think I gotta give credit to, uh, Rise of, uh, Skywalker, Rise of, that's what it is, right? Rise of Skywalker, that's the mm-hmm. name, god, I'm like, forgot it for a second. I gotta give credit to that movie, too, because I think that they did the best that they could under the circumstances. Uh, so, like, in situations like that, I'm perfectly fine with them deciding to, uh, you know, recreate a dead person or make a old person young again, like, that's fine. Uh, you know, when it's appropriate. But the Stan Lee thing, the Stan Lee, like, he's been dead for years now. And he hasn't been in Marvel movies for years now. Like, we don't need him to come back. Like, if yeah, they want to do... extra weird now. Like, a lot of people didn't like the cameos for Stan Lee because it pulls you right out of the experience. Like, oh, there's Stan Lee in this film I'm watching. Now, <laughs> yeah. not only is it a not real person... Like, in the world of movie, because it's like, oh, that's Stan Lee in this movie I'm watching. But now it's like, there's a hologram projection of Stan Lee that I'm watching. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly, yeah. It's like this extra, like, layer of, like, uncanny valley going on. And I just, I just, I don't don't like that. I I I don't care for it. Like, and I love Stan Lee, and I enjoy most of his cameos. Like, you know, I always get a fun little kick out of seeing him be show up in anything. Maybe but we I can think stick Jack Kirby in one of these things one of these times. That'd be fun, and I, I no one would recognize him. But I actually don't be, know if he's be, alive anymore, to be honest. I, think I he don't think too. he is. I think he's been dead for a long time. Like, I I'm think he Google died. You, like, right now, you're going to Google that? Yeah, or? I'm curious. Okay. I want to know if Jack Kirby is still alive. All right. Because, right, I mean, well, you can't put them in the movies. Actually, no, we just discovered that you can, in fact, put them in movies. Yeah, you can do that anything. Mean anything to you anybody. can just have anybody show up whenever you want. Uh, it's just, you know, very expensive to do, but if you're willing to throw money at it, then you're uh, good He to go died in 1994. Oof. Wow. That was a year after I was born. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, 
probably not going to get any good archived footage of him for movies, or he's going to look like a VHS tape. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be that would be very weird. But I just, I'm I'm not a fan of the Stan Lee thing. I think that if they're going to do Stan Lee cameos going forward, that should be like still images. You know, like have a Stan Lee poster in the background, or like a billboard for them to fly through. Yeah, or a billboard or a painting or something, or like I just little shit like that. Like that's fine. But if you're going to have like a digitally recreated Stan Lee. Uh, using archival footage along with, like, archival lines that he, mm, like, I just, that that seems weird. I would be more okay with it if he didn't speak. Really? Because, I I mean, actually, no, I agree with you. Yeah, Yeah. so, like, you know, if if it's Stan Lee, like, fucking is the watcher, whatever he's supposed to be in these movies, like, if he's just standing on his moon and he's looking out and he gives, like, a uh, fists on hips smile or something, it's like, okay, we're in on the joke. It's a it's a nod to Stan Lee. The man's a lot, uh, you know, dead now, and it's a nice honor. Yeah. And we salute you, Stan Lee. But like, if he starts talking, all of a sudden you trip into the weird territory of like, oh, we fucking vampired your likeness for this movie. Like the only thing that I like, I think that there are ways to do it, but it's like maybe you could just have him say like a handful of lines, just like. You know, just have him say Excelsior in every movie. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, have him say Excelsior. Like, have him be standing on the moon, he's doing his hip thing, and then he's like, Excelsior! And then that's it. And that's that's the whole fucking bit, and that's it, and we're done. Like, that's fine, I guess. I still think like, the best whatever. one of these cameos was actually in the Spider-Man game, not the movie. Uh, I'm trying to remember what he did in the Spider-Man game. What, what was, it was, uh, what he was, was talking cameo? to him after Aunt May died in the hospital, and he's like, I could have saved oh. her, and it's like, no, I... Some people are just born heroes, kid, or whatever. Yeah, that's a good one. There's a few that are really, really good. Uh, I I remember Amazing Spider-Man 2 had a pretty good one where, like, um, it's not as emotionally impactful as the one you mentioned, but I it's like he's wearing, he- Stan Lee's wearing headphones and Spider-Man and Lizard are, like, are, are fighting yeah, in the background. Yeah, he's in the Amazing library. One. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, he's in the library. I enjoy that one just because, like, he's front and center, but, like, and it's funny and cute, but it's also still fun, and you get this fun little action scene going on. I... I very much enjoy that scene. That's one of my favorites. Oh, and also I love him in the strip club in uh, Deadpool. That's some good shit right there. <laughs> That's very funny. Uh, yep, big sure, fan sure. of that cameo. Uh, man, I'm trying to remember yeah, that some was of the a other weird cameos. One. That was a that weird wasn't one. even a Marvel movie yet. I mean, it is a Marvel movie, but it's just not a Marvel Studios movie at the time. Right. So it was. I mean, he was also in. Him- the first Venom, I think. Like he was in, he was in a lot of non-Marvel okay. Studios. I'm movies. sure he'll take the paycheck no matter what. I'm sure he doesn't care. But like, I, that's another thing. Are they going to pay him? Or I mean, obviously not him because they, he's they dead. Bought his likeness. They now yeah. own the, the concept <laughs> of him, like an NFT. <laughs> it's Stan creepy. Lee is now an NFT. Yeah, Stan Lee is now an NFT. Great, fucking fantastic. Oh my god. But yes, uh, they right, don't so... have to pay anybody anymore. They bought him. They now own <laughs> the concept of Stan Lee, and they can God. use it however they feel like. I mean, I'm sure mm. there was some rule set down by whoever he bought. The... I don't know how you who you buy somebody's likeness. I, from. I was trying to figure like, that who out. Can and I have, get a clear who can answer? have possession of you? Yeah, like his estate. Like I'm, a, I'm assuming his estate. Like because he has I, kids. It must have been, so... I guess. Yeah, I was. That's trying pretty to learn fucked that, up too, actually. Because like, figure it out. Adam, if you were to die tomorrow, like. Your wife can just sell you as a concept to somebody else. You're like, yeah, you can use Adam on on your show how, for however long you want. For I mean, to be six fair, six bucks or whatever. To be fair, there is a lot 
of archived audio recordings of myself. Like it's it wouldn't true. be that hard for it's someone true. to. Well, then no, people have to pay you. That. They can just do that. Yeah, they could just like you know go in, splice some audio, and like have me say pretty much whatever they want, and that's it's me, fine. Adam. I hate the other races. You know. <laughs> God, shut up. <laughs> Oh my god, we're gonna move on to our next piece of news, uh, and that is that Daredevil, Daredevil, is, uh, there's a new Daredevil series that is officially in the works, coming to Disney+, and it will be a continuation of the Netflix series, and this is everything I could have fucking wanted. This is, this is it, right here. Like, I just, fucking yes. Uh, also, I want Daredevil to show up in more movies, and I want him to be Daredevil. Don't get me wrong, I loved me No Way Home's cameo. I thought that they used him in just the right way, and he didn't I actually as feel welcome. like he's more equipped for the big screen as, um, as not superhero than he is superhero. Uh, really? You think he's more equipped in, for, like, in a the cameo Marvel Cinematic Universe? They have got Murdoch? such yeah. big budget people in there now, like, such, like, he can't hang. He can't hang anymore. So he would I just suppose. look very out of place alongside those guys. Uh, I mean, I I do get where you're coming from. Like, it'd be weird to have, like, you know, like, the Eternals and Thor and Lady Thor and Hulk and She-Hulk. And then yeah, there's I, fucking Honestly, Daredevil I can't even imagine the Defenders undies. alongside any of those guys anymore. I mean, I think it. I think it, it works. I mean, Hawkeye is still a thing. Uh, I mean, like Hawkeye, not only the original Hawkeye, but the younger, sexier version of Hawkeye too. She exists, and sure, she's Hawkeye. just a person. Yeah, who no, has they're just people. I get it, but they're Marvel Cinematic people, and that's totally a different thing. I yeah yeah I personally like, I just Daredevil really is see Daredevil as superheroy as the Defenders are and stuff. Daredevil is a very grounded guy. He punches people and they feel it. And then he gets punched in the head and he gets all dizzy and stuff. Fucking when Thor gets knocked through a wall, he just smirks and stands up. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, part of the whole, even, part of the even Luke Cage, the super durable one still doesn't get thrown through that many walls. Luke Cage is the one that could like most easily uh, be like shipped into like he could easily be an Avenger if they wanted him to be like you could definitely make Luke Cage uh, like a part of like a larger team and have him be able to at least hold his own against like many of the others not all of them but many of them like I would I, say well, I like, don't Luke, uh, you don't think so <laughs> like he's like practically uh, invulnerable practically not yeah, well I'm not saying he'd but... lose right away or anything but like just square him up against any other Avenger and tell me what he can do to them uh, okay uh, him against either of the Captain Americas he could like crush their heads like like an egg uh, pretty easily theoretically I mean he's uh, super strong but not that super strong like Captain America's I... pretty strong too He's, I mean, yeah, that's true. As strong as a human can physically be, you know. We've, I mean, we've definitely seen him with some pretty amazing strength feats. He held a helicopter in place with his arms. That's true. That's true. But, like, I don't think that he'd be... I feel like Captain America versus Luke Cage would be, like, a relatively fair, even fight. Like, I don't well, I think mean, that... Cap would probably lose just stamina-wise because he has nothing that can actually hurt Luke Cage. But, like... Exactly. Yeah. That's... It would take a long time. Spider-Man, I bet that Luke Cage could hold his own against Spider-Man. Not a chance. That, not, that not one's even a little, little bit... What? Like, really? All Why? Luke Cage can do is punch, which Spidey can dodge all day. And all That's he has true. to do is web him up and hang him upside down, Dunzo. Like the Rhino. 
or Juggernaut. Yeah, yes, I do think that I do think that Spider-Man would win, but I think that like Luke Cage would at least pose a challenge. To I, I don't think so. I, I just don't think so. He doesn't have any kind of super athleticism that would allow him to like. He has. Over- he ha- ha- bleh, He is super strong. Like, yeah, he is, but he has to be able to connect with any of those punches, and he's not a super fast puncher or a super skilled fighter true. to get around the Spidey Sense. First of all, Spidey Sense is just writer shorthand for I can't lose, so he's already <laughs> not going to have a problem. And Luke Cage is nowhere near fast enough to get past Spidey Sense, so there's not a chance Spider-Man loses that fight. All right, fine, fight. fine, 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 fine. That's, that's fair. Uh, can't do shit to ones. Thor. He'll never touch can't Iron do Man. Shit to Thor. He can't do anything can't to do Hulk. Shit to Iron Man. There's nothing no. he can do against a tr- real trained fighter. So, like, like I, maybe he could beat up Black Widow because her pressure I, I point things might not could, work on him. Yeah, I bet he could probably at least fight Black Widow. It would be a fight. It wouldn't just, like, if he was up against, like, Thor, like, it's already over, pretty much. Right. Like, like, it's like, all right. And like, he's the best they had to offer as far as Defenders into yeah. Avengers movies. So that's why I all... say again, he really doesn't. He really is much better served as the lawyer character than the Daredevil character. He can definitely offhandedly mention he's Daredevil sometimes, or, you know, maybe it comes up when he gathers evidence or something, but, like, there's not a chance in hell that Daredevil can hang with a real I, a real Avengers cinematic universe I think it depends on the property. I, th- I think it depends on how, on who he's with and, like, how they have him show up. Like, I think that, like, in the next Spider-Man movie, if they have Spider-Man and Daredevil team up, I think that that would work out really well. Uh... Like, you're right that, like, Daredevil would definitely lose to Spider-Man if it came to a straight fight, but Daredevil has, like, powers that Spider-Man doesn't exactly have, like his extrasensory powers and everything. His yeah, his extrasensory shit. powers are basically the Spidey sense. Eh, that's, no, I don't, I don't think that that's fair. Like, Spider-Sense, all it does is alert him to danger. With, like, Daredevil, he has, like, 360 perfect vision, uh, and he can, like, just know whatever the fuck is happening anywhere around him like practically like i guess yeah but he's still limited by his human ability yes yes which is why he has spider-man he could tell spider-man to go do a thing and spider-man could go do a thing i suppose as part of a team up with spider-man maybe but i'll here's here's the problem i see with that team up spider-man's movies happen during the daytime (laughs) and the daredevil show happens at night and that is that is a good point, actually. <laughs> Maybe in the next Spider-Man movie, it'll be uh, like a few scenes at nighttime. Right, I'm just going to say, if you, ba- adding Daredevil to the Avengers shit is like adding the Green Hornet to the Justice League. <laughs> I just don't agree with you. Like, it, I is, really, it is. Okay. It is. It's just a guy. Exceptional as he may be, just a guy. And he's not even just many a guy a- enough to hang with the guy that hangs out with the gods. Yeah, I know many they made a the joke Avengers about that when talk- guys. talks about it, but not no. not all of the Avengers are like you know com- totally completely overpowered. Many of them, like Hawk, like I mentioned, Hawkeye, Black Widow. Okay, right. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I know they make jokes about that. I know even Hawkeye's like, yeah, I hang out with these gods, and I'm a guy with a bow and arrow, Hardy Har. Yeah, fucking Hawkeye took down the the fucking helicarrier by himself with explodey arrows, and then he shot a curvy arrow with a flash drive on it into a computer. Like, he's not a mortal man. Okay, 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 fine. The movie versions of these guys are way more powerful than the TV show versions of these guys. Iron Fist wouldn't fucking stand a chance against these guys. He's got fucking magical punches, and he would still get his shit rocked because they're not the same kinds of people. The movie ones have to be better. I think that okay. What about Shang Chi? I think that I think that the defenders are like 
close to Shang-Chi's power level without the rings, I suppose. I, without the rings. So Without the rings. So Shang-Chi, Shang up until the point when he got the rings and became a god, was just a karate movie. So I will grant you that the Defenders would fit in better there. At least okay. Daredevil and like Iron Fist would fit in better there. And I guess I could see the other two there as well. That movie I mean, okay. does lend itself better to the transition, but it goes right off the deep end at the end and would lose them pretty much immediately. He's after not that. a god, though. He yes, he has the rings and he can use them to you know he can like shoot them out and make them. Yeah, but do we don't cool know what things. they can do yet. No, we don't. Like we only got the like, just the barest hint of what they're capable of. Uh, which, like that oh, could man. be fucking Galactus's cock ring or something. We have no idea. Uh, also, while we're while we're on the subject, I'm very much looking forward to whatever the hell, whenever we see Shang-Chi again. I loved him. I, I really liked that movie, and I can't wait to know more about what the fuck those rings are. And, like, that's probably, like, the thing that I'm most interested in in, like, this Phase 4 lineup is, like, Shang-Chi was good, and I want to know more. I'm very intrigued by Shang-Chi, much more so than I am in, like, She-Hulk or arguably even moon knight i loved moon knight but like i'm like i'm pretty good with it like you know i'm okay with him not showing up for a little while but shang chi i want to i want him to be in something i don't know what but i want him to be in something like i don't think they're gonna make a, another avengers movie for, you know now like, that you mention it if they were gonna but... make a defenders movie or something i feel like shang chi would be the perfect way to introduce those guys he has been a hero for hire in the comics just saying it like, it, it, it could work it could work it, all right, all right. I feel uh, like but, I feel like he would have a lot to discuss with Iron Fist. I feel like they would have a lot in common. I and, would love uh, to see that interaction. I would love to see Iron Fist and Shang Chi like like have a whole ass conversation. It's like, oh, you do karate too? Oh yeah, yeah, too. Did you go to some kind of like ancient monastery to gain your power? I did. Oh, cool. What's your superpower <laughs> from? Oh, I have these ancient rings from space, or maybe magic or something. Oh, cool. I stole a dragon's heart. And I gained its power. Oh, cool. You know. Yeah, and now my fists glow when I want them to, and I can punch through steel walls. That's pretty <laughs> Oh, neat. I can, like, spin these around like jump ropes, and they come back. <laughs> and maybe oh, some other man. shit. Who knows? I, I, I think that they already announced uh, Shang-Chi 2 that they're making, which I'm very interested in. And I really want Iron Fist to make an appearance. Like, I think that'd be really fun. Can you imagine how Ooh. fun would you know it be what? to have a you know Shang-Chi Iron maybe Fist they team do up that. movie? Maybe they do that. Maybe they start sneaking all the Defenders in movies one at a time. Like, we got Spider-Man yeah. head Daredevil. Maybe we see Jessica Jones in something soon. Jessica Jones is, like, the, the one that I think is the most difficult to include in anything. Because she's so, uh, like, reclusive. You know? She feels like, like she's from a like, different franchise. She does feel like she's from a different franchise. And that's one of the reasons that I love her so much is because she's so different from everybody else. She's uh, she's very aggressive. Uh, she doesn't I do like how well in The Defenders she just, like, hit people with the trunks of cars and stuff. Y yeah, of... yeah. Like, she's not even a trained fighter, really. She just, like, punches people slash holds, like, yeah, just hits them with shit and that's it, you know? Uh, that, like, yeah. I she's very <laughs> difficult to... Like, she's the one that would fit in the least with any of the other superheroes. Because she's not even really a superhero herself, you know? Like, she's just, like, a PI who has superpowers. And she does occasionally fight, but she's not, like, fighting crime. You know what I mean? Like, that's not her shtick. Sure. Uh, and I just... Like, I would love for her to be in anything again. Like, I love Jessica Jones, and I love uh, 
Kristen, Kristen Ritter. I think she did a great job playing the character, but I just, why, where in the world would you have her show up again? And how would you have that? Like, I, I, you know, I have sense? no idea. Well, first of all, <laughs> like, all these no guys idea. are just in Hell's Kitchen, which is just like six blocks of New York. So, uh, you know, uh, what's his face? Uh, Luke Cage is in Harlem, which is like a different whatever, six whatever, block whatever, area. Whatever. But yeah, <laughs> a different six blocks. Yes. <laughs> first, you got your like your galaxy spanning heroes. Then you got your Earth centric heroes. Then you got your country specific heroes. Then you got like your your west coast style heroes and then you got your state specific heroes then your city specific heroes then your fucking six square <laughs> <District>. blocks heroes <laughs> i mean i love daredevil and like i love the defenders but yeah like they are small time that's like do you remember one point, punch you know? man i do i do remember, do you remember one newman rider <laughs> yes the fucking yes, guy who was on a bicycle yeah on the like, bike? like yeah, that's yeah. that's the level we're working with with these guys <laughs> I think that they're like a step. Now, don't above get me wrong. That, I fucking not... love Newman Ryer, absolute goddamn hero. But like, <laughs> you know, it's, I it's think just they're weird. a step above that because at least they do all have superpowers. Like Newman Ryder's just a guy with a bike you know? and a heart of gold and a heart of gold. I mean, his I heart, love his Newman superpower Ryder. Don't get me is caring. <laughs> uh, I love him. Don't get me wrong. But like, you know, at least the other one, like Jessica Jones is super strong. Luke Cage is super strong and invulnerable. Like they all have their thing. Daredevil is the one that has like the least offensively useful powers. Cause it's more of like a, like I can tell when people are lying and I know what is going That's on really in good for every being a lawyer, direction I guess. all around me. Uh, you know, like it's not I, like as, as flashy as some of the other powers are. I think he would fit in a lot better in the MCU if he didn't have the costume. Oh, that man, make sense? I love the costume. Don't, yeah, I know don't for take some, away really, my costume. Really attached to the costume. I know, I get it. But it looks like a TV costume, and it's not made of CGI like all the other ones are. The other ones are made of magic, gonna... and his is made of practical effects. I do wonder if they're going to like update his costume because, like, obviously he is going to be in the MCU for real now. Uh, and I do think it'd, it'd be kind of fun for them to have like a, maybe a sleeker costume that's more comic accurate. Maybe they could do the yellow costume like he oh, God, sometimes I wears not. in the co- Jesus I Christ, fucking the hope fucking they don't circus do the outfit? No, thank you. Yeah, I really, I, like, red is his thing. Please, please keep him wearing red. Okay, red with yellow accents? I can live with that. But, like, the primary color should be red. That's, I, I don't think I'm asking for much here, okay? I mean, it's uh, more like dirty red, like a, almost a brown. Yeah, it's like a maroon or whatever, but still, it still is red. And I love his costume, Steve, and I, I do yeah, think I, I know, I get it, but it doesn't it. make sense. <laughs> I do think that they should update it and maybe make it more sleek and more, uh, you know, maybe science-y. If, maybe in like his introduction movie with Spider-Man, maybe Spider-Man can whip him up a new costume made of nanotech or something. Yeah, I mean, Spider-Man has access to all kinds of crazy shit now. Uh, he's like I Iron like Man's that part. heir. I like that Spider-Man has all the cool Stark tech things, because uh, I wasn't a fan of him fucking around with his boring suit. But he he lost all that shit because he fucking forgot, or everybody forgot him. So he doesn't have any of that more anyway, never mind. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, I think he did just make his own suit. Yeah, like, he's got the lame hand. costume again that looks like a fucking pajamas. It does look very shiny. I, I looked. I remember you saying that it looked very shiny, and I looked it up later, and you were very right. It's very, yeah. It's, it's very like reflective. silk. It's yeah. Silk. I don't. I don't care for that. I. I think it was. It would look better if it was just a little bit less shiny and reflective. But uh, it's a minor gripe, and I hope that it would look better even more in like the right lighting. You know what I mean? Like we only saw sure. it for all of two seconds at the end sure. of the movie. 
Uh, well, the important thing anyway. is that we're getting our our continuation of Daredevil, which kind of retroactively uh, canonizes all of the other characters a little bit. Yeah, it is like an interesting thing where it's like, I, like I'm glad that they're bringing in Daredevil now, but it's like now that they are, are bringing in Daredevil and it's going to be a continuation of the old show, it's like, okay, like they can do the other ones too. And did, like, did if anything, it'd be weird interact if they with, didn't. Did he interact with any of the other characters in Daredevil? No. Oh, okay, okay, well, Punisher. He interacted with Punisher, but that was it. Right, okay. So I'm, I guess that means technically the other guys aren't automatically included in the next go-around because they were only in Def- Defenders together, and we could pretend that it wasn't canon. So I suppose maybe I not. I guess? But... but, like, the way that Daredevil is, like, structured, I mean, like, the first two seasons were set up for the Defenders. The third season is Fallout from the Defenders. Like, if you just watch the Daredevil show without knowing anything about the Defenders... Uh, like, it seems, it's like, wow, what the fuck happened between seasons two and three? Like, it's like, what the fuck, like, everything is different now. Like, I really feel like, at least, at least in broad strokes, the Defenders had to have happened. Like, maybe the rest of the Defenders weren't there, I guess? But I feel like they, they had to be there. Like, there's just no way around it. I think he mentioned... Uh, like Jessica or maybe Danny in season three. I think he mentioned him. I haven't seen him in a while. I don't don't really remember. He wasn't looking Uh, for Luke Cage, was he? At the end of the season three? No, he wasn't looking I don't remember if he was a crime boss by that time or not. I feel like... Wait, uh, hang on a minute. One of those guys in their show definitely talked to crime boss Luke Cage. I don't remember who it was, Oh, that was Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones? Okay, all right. Yeah, Mm mm-hmm. I couldn't remember. Uh, because, you know, because originally Luke Cage showed up in in Jessica Jones the first season. Right, like, yeah. wait, Like, that was the first time he ever showed up. Yeah, he got so. purple manned, I remember. He got purple manned. Yep, exactly. Uh, but, like, I really, really would like to see the rest of the Defenders somehow make it into the MCU. But, like, I'm in no rush for it. Like, it's like, do it when the story is right. Like, when it feels right. And it's like, you know what? Like, we're making a Shang-Chi film. We kind of need, like, a like an antagonist slash partner. Uh, you know, basically what I'm imagining is I want, uh, you know, Knuckles and Sonic from Sonic the Hedgehog 2? I sure do. I... I want Iron Fist to be Knuckles. That's that's what I want. I want them to fight, but I want it to be sort of like a weird misunderstanding, and then I want them to uh, team up at the end. That's oh, that's I what see. I want okay. from Shang Chi too. That's uh, that's my that's my hope, my dream. Little I don't weird, even like right. Iron Fist that much, but I I have this weird loyalty to Iron Fist that I can't quite explain. But like I just well, I I they like to give him Iron his powers Fist. back first because they he kind of lost them yeah. at the end of his show. Yeah. Well, he did. Yeah. But then he got him back in the after credit scene because he was shooting chi bullets or whatever. Remember? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, maybe yeah. the guns do that. Maybe he doesn't do that. We have no idea. I I I yeah I I don't know. But I would love it if they were to address. I that. really feel Please like the guy you. we got here, our Danny Rand from that show, would not be shooting guns if he had the option of glowy fists. I feel like only the guns do that. That's why he's using them. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I I just don't know. Uh, our next and last piece of news for the day, and this is going to be a... We're switching over to Star Wars instead of Marvel now, uh, is that... Oh, I'm so mad about this. God damn it. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy, the head of Lucasfilm, 
uh, says that they learned from Solo A Star Wars Story that recasting legacy characters is a bad idea. Uh, and she said, quote, Now it seems so abundantly clear that we can't do that, end quote. Fuck you, Kathleen smart Kennedy. Fuck, what? That's the smart decision? You think that they should not recast characters? Are you kidding me? You uh, must well, be joking. My first, my first statement about this in the previous topic was don't have returning characters return if they can't return. Yeah, alright. I'm I mean, fine with recasting characters if somebody needs to be recast. I mean, okay, I'm, but I'm like, a, I'm a huge fan of Solo, a Star Wars story. I love that movie, and is it because it has Star uh, Wars in the name, perchance? That's not. That's not entirely fair. Not it entirely, is though. But go on. <laughs> shut up, Steve. Um, but like, I I know that the film didn't do very well in the box office, but I really just don't think that the reason for that is because no one wanted to see Han Solo not played by Harrison Ford. Like, I just don't think that that's well, why. Well, that is incredibly naive of you because that is a major reason why people didn't want to see that movie. But okay. I I do think that that's true in like the general audience. I suppose there's a possibility that like, <laughs> yeah, some and nobody wants are, like, to see that fucking kid from Holes playing uh, Indiana Jones either. Okay, that that's completely different. That like it's not that, that was different. like a. It is totally different. He's not the same character. He's like this weird, uh, what's the word? Like apprentice character, and that's dumb and horrible, and no one wants that. And I like Shia LaBeouf, but no one wants to see him be Indiana Jones Jr. Like, no one wants that. But I would love to see more you mean Henry Jones Jr. Jr.? Whatever. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. I forgot about that, that he was already a junior. Well, yeah, Junior Jr., the third. Uh, but, but anyway... Uh, I love Alden Ehrenreich as Han Solo. I think he was, like, one of the best things in that film. And also, I love uh, Lando Calrissian as fucking, um... Lando Calrissian. I'm saying this all wrong. Donald Glover as Lando Calrissian. That's what I meant to say. I thought he did a great job. Oh, and you want to know another recasted Star Wars character that I really liked, Steve? No. Um... Ewan McGregor as Kenobi. You know, the guy that's about to get his own goddamn spinoff show. Come on. Like, legacy characters can be recasted, and it's fine. Like, people, you know, can... Uh, it's called suspension of disbelief. People can accept that a character that they're familiar with looks slightly different in this particular show or movie or whatever. Like, okay. it's not well, that big a deal. first of all, you're very heated, so let's take a step down here. Um, I think the question that she's looking at is whether or not you can recast a prequel version of the character. And I would say that's fine. You can prequelize characters with different people. Obviously, you have to, you know, because how time works. So you have <laughs> yeah. to do that. Ben Kenobi couldn't have been played by the same guy in a younger version of him. He has to be played by our now beloved Obi-Wan Kenobi. So that was a given. I mean... People don't want to see Han Solo played by a different guy because we're all so attached to Harrison Ford specifically. I don't know if anybody was really attached to Ben Kenobi as like as a person, you know. Oh, like you mean uh, like Alec Guinness, like the guy who? Yeah, originally I don't think anybody him. was right, out that's... here like diehard Alan Guinness fan. That is that is a good point. Like I definitely think that uh, Harrison Ford is like more iconic as Han Solo than Alec Guinness. Alec Guinness was as uh, Obi Wan. That's fine fine now, i'll give you i that. am absolutely against recasting a new princess leia or something going forward 
but like yeah i i definitely wouldn't like that either like i think it'd be fine if they decided to do like look at in this in this particular show we have teenage leia and teenage yeah, leia no, that's, is that's silly if a character needs to be replaced to finish out the story you may replace them if the conclusion of theirs if there's no loose ends and the character is not essential to the plot because you wrote it that way then the character doesn't need to come back I don't. I don't want recastings unnecessarily because actors who play characters are fucking okay. Well, just imagine if they had Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. That's it. He is Iron Man, and we'll never see anybody pre. Just listen, (laughs) and nobody will ever play Iron Man after him again as Tony Stark. Agreed. That yes, agreed. Yes. Okay, that's a so very that's the lesson we should specific learn. Specific circumstance, but yes, well, yes. Sometimes it's specific though. Harrison Ford is specific. You can't do another Han Solo. That's what people were upset about. You can do all the fucking old man Kenobi's you want until we got this new one we like. You can't replace Kenobi now because now this guy Ian McGregor is Obi Wan Kenobi, and he can't be replaced. Mm. All you have to do is find that it's fucking Wolverine all over again. You just got to find the one person that is irreplaceable in the role, and then you can't replace them. It's a delicate dance, and there's no way to know if you're right or not, but the best way to do that is to just not cast anybody. Okay, I, I, see, what, I see what you're saying. Fine. Uh, I don't agree. <laughs> I'm sure you don't. Uh, I am perfectly okay with, uh, with characters being recasted, but like, I only want... I, I do agree with you that like if they're if you're gonna have like a legacy character show up in a new story and you're gonna have to recast them, you should make it like so they have to be in the new story. You shouldn't just do it because you can. You should do it because Correct. it's like the only logical extension of the story. A great example, I would say, is Luke in the Book of Boba Fett, and actually, and also the Mandalorian. Like, it totally makes sense to have Luke show up to train this new, uh, you know, little baby Yoda, uh, and so it made absolute sense for him to show up, but you had to have him be younger, because you can't have old-ass fucking Mark Hamill show up on screen when he's right. supposed to be in his 30s. Uh, so, like, it was a perfectly good time to, uh, digitally de-age him or whatever. I think, also, think it would have been perfectly fine to just have a new, younger actor playing Luke in both of those shows. I think that would have been perfectly, perfectly serviceable. Really? You don't think so? Ah, I, I just, we already have, okay, we already had young Luke, that's why you can't do that. Luke already existed as a young person and an old person. There can't be a middle-aged version of Luke that's a different guy. I, why? I, I because just, it doesn't whatever. make any fucking I just feel sense. like recastings aren't that big a deal. I don't, it doesn't bother me so much. You know, like, I love Don Cheadle as a War Machine, even though he's a recasted character. It doesn't matter. You know, like, it's like, what are we doing here? So it doesn't I, I matter know. if like, actors get replaced in roles? You just have to see ascension of disbelief then? I guess it depends. It depends. I mean, some actors should not be replaced. Like, Robert Downey like Jr. Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker, <laughs> because he was already the youngest version of Luke possible and the current oldest version. He can't be a different guy in the middle. It doesn't make any sense for him to totally change to a different human and then change back into Mark Hamill again for the later movies. It doesn't make sense. You can't do that. You actually can't do that. You absolutely could you do that. You cannot do like, that. You can that totally do that. That is preposterous. 
Why the fuck not? Who cares? It's movies. These are movies and shows. It's fiction. You can do whatever okay, you well, want. Okay, well, if you're going to say that, fine. then we should just hire whoever the cheapest actor is for every role, then, because it doesn't no, matter as long as they can do whatever either. the role is. That's not what I'm saying either. All I'm saying is that, like, it's not that big a deal if you have, an, if you have a character look slightly differently in one particular uh, show and have him look slightly different in the next one. Like, it's all about the story, you but know? But it's, it's, it's like, not slightly just, different in I different ones. Once I get wrapped ones, up in slightly, the story... It's one way, then different in the second one, and then back to the first way in the first one again. That doesn't yeah, make so sense. so what? It, why doesn't it make sense? Who cares? It's fine. No, it's, it's not fine. fine. You're being it's totally silly. fine. Oh my god. You're being silly. Okay, so you know how they replaced War Machine with Don Jeetle? Yeah. What yeah. if they replaced him again in the third movie? Back to the first guy again. <laughs> okay, that that would be hilarious. That would just okay, so that's a little off putting, right? A little jarring, little it's weird. A little, all right, fine, fine. It's a little off putting. I, I know what I'm talking about. It's... I'm really smart. I have to fight you tooth and nail for all of these explanations, but I'm always right. You're not always right. That's just not true. God damn it. I still I'm a genius, think, and I know I what I'm talking about. I still think that it's perfectly fine to recast a character when it's story appropriate. I think it's not a big deal. I think yes, you turning into be a more of a thing with than you. it it's is. It's fine to do that if it's required, but it was not required to do that. Like, if they're doing Lord of the Rings and fucking whoever, I forgot the guy who plays Samwise's name. What's that guy's name? I can't even think of his Whatever. name. Whatever. If Samwise just know. died before the third movie came out and they had to fucking recast somebody to play Samwise, you can't not have Sam in the movie. He has to be there for the story to make sense. So they have to have a new Sam. Have to. But like, yeah, okay. if some dude, like if fucking Elrond died after the second movie, they didn't need to recast Elrond because he wasn't in the movie after that. Yeah. And just putting yeah, him there would have been silly. So if the character requires, like, fucking Black Panther might be one of those. If they still need Black Panther, oh. they'll have to recast him. But they could also just never have Black Panther again. And that would be fine. Because... I'm so fucking nervous about Black Panther too. Like, I'm so nervous about that movie. But they could anyway, have What's-Or-Nuts do it. Or just have nobody do it. Or fucking have Black Panther never take his mask off again. <laughs> That would be that would be horrible, I think. Like I think that if they just if they just try to pretend that it's still Chadwick Boseman forever, like that would just be like the worst thing. Well, they all could you have to do is have do. him show up in a big fucking helicopter and have him say Wabombay or whatever and then jump down and <laughs> cut some stuff and then fuck off again. I don't know. Oh my god. Alright, we're just not gonna it's agree. Not like, it's not we're like you not saw gonna... his face at the in endgame, you know, when they all came through the portals and you fucking... totally did. He walked out and he uh, wasn't wearing the helmet initially. Like, he, oh, okay. Like the I helmet forgot came on There was later. a lot of characters in that scene. I must have forgot. But whatever. Nah. He totally didn't have to not be wearing the helmet, but it's whatever. That's true. No, I mean, you, you definitely... I, but at the same time, like, no, 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 no. Chadwick Boseman is Black Panther. Okay, that's actually a good example. No, but I want them to recast him. Ah, I don't think you can I say Chadwick to, Boseman your, is your the definitive have... Black Panther. He has been Black Panther, that's for sure. Your arguments have swayed me a little bit. I, I am less sure of myself than I was before. I, I, I require further uh, okay. further study. I All need right, to think you about sit down and really think this one out and get back to me. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to do that. So we're, gonna, really we're now going to move one. on. We're going to move on. Okay. Uh, and we're going to uh, do the magic hour. That's what we're going to do now. So uh, I don't remember shit. <laughs> it's been way too long. Yep, it's, uh, it's fine. Yeah, I... Did I have anything written down? Oh, no, nope, I did not. So It was goblins. Goblins? Goblins. 
Oh yeah, goblins exist. No, wait, was it goblins or was it something else? There was something that existed across several different realms or whatever, goblins. and they had like, is really it was goblins? Yes. Oh. You asked me if there was uh, if, if goblins were on the one plane or a bunch, and I told you how there's regional variants, and then depending on what plane you're on, you're like, ah, oh, I like regional variants of things. I do. I do like regional variants of things. It's neat. I enjoy it very much. Okay. The year 4,161 AR. Stark and Greven Ilvek are born. That's it? That's it. Star- Get Stark used to that because there's a lot of those coming up. <laughs> Great. Okay, cool. Who are Stark and Greven Ilvek? Ilvek. I don't have any other. I L hyphen V E C. Oh my god. All right. Who are Stark and Evan Ilvek? So, uh during the during the Weatherlight campaigns, which we have not even got to yet. Um mm-hmm. it's like a magical spaceship uh sailboat, right? And Greven Ilvek I remember that. Greven Ilvek was the the captain of the ship the Predator, which was like the bad guy version of that who was uh, constantly haranguing them. That's like they're like their nemesis or something. A, a minor one. A minor one. So he's so he's a evil starship captain? Is that... uh, magical flying sailboat captain. Yes. Magical flying sailboat captain. He's an evil magical flying sailboat captain. Correct. He just like follows them around and fights them or whatever. He's a uh, yeah, yeah, more or less. He's uh he's he's All a right. reoccurring bad guy for their uh All right. for their All for right. their troubles fine then that he sounds kind of cool does he have an eye patch no he doesn't he's he's a bald guy with face tattoos oh okay that's that's fine i guess bald guy with face tattoos i mean that sounds kind of intimidating sure sure why the fuck not uh all right well i don't have anything more to say about that so i guess now we'll move on to uh our humble opinions so uh is it okay with you if i go first absolutely be my guest i'll keep it I'll keep it tight. I don't have that much to say about this yet because I'm still watching it. But um, so I've been watching. Uh, <laughs> I've been watching Star Trek Discovery, right? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, in my humble opinion, the show is actually very entertaining. <laughs> like, I know that Star Trek Discovery is like hated by some Star Trek fans, and I think that's hilarious. Remind because, me like, who the I'm main really... character of this one is again. Uh, Michael Burnham. That's that's her name. The black lady. It's, yeah. The black lady, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right, continue. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I I know that it's a very unpopular uh, thing with some with some Star Trek fans, mostly because of the way that the series approaches war. Because I know that like Star Trek is supposed to be like this post uh, war society where everything is hunky dory forever. Uh, to me, yeah, that in, sounds... in the Federation, everything is great. Uh, yeah, okay, well, uh, not anymore! <laughs> Fuck that! And <laughs> sure, I, sure. I... I know that that's not gonna be popular with some people, and that's fine, I under... I respect their opinions, even though they're wrong, but to me, having the Federation be sunshine and rainbows all the time so- just sounds so boring. Like, it sounds like the most uninteresting thing possible. And so I'm very glad that this show is about war. So, have you seen Star Trek Discovery, like, at all? A bit of it. Okay. Like, the whole thing starts off with uh, our main character, Michael Burnham. Uh, she acts... I don't even... This was the part of the show that I was least invested in because I didn't understand what was going on, really, at that point. So, like, she did something, and she accidentally started a war. Like, with the Klingons. And, like, she, yeah, with the Klingons. Yeah, yeah. this is so the, it's like the they were explanation in this, of the war with the Klingons. 
Yeah, like the first two episodes is just like set up for the war with the Klingons where, yeah, the war got started because of a thing Michael did because the because Michael was being uh, like aggressive because she thought that that was like the only language that the Klingons spoke or something. I, I think that's she's a not wrong to write. Um, well, good. Cool. Great. Uh, so, but the war got started and she got, uh, put in prison for mutiny because she fucked up. Uh, but then she, uh, was on a prison transport like six months later and she got picked up by the, uh, what is it? The SS, not the, is it USS? USS Discovery? USS, Whatever. Yep. USS Discovery. She got picked up by the Discovery, which is this fancy spancy new ship, uh, captained by this guy named Lorca. I don't know his first name. I don't remember it, but Captain. Uh, and Captain Lorca. Yep, Captain Lorca. And Lorca uh, grabbed her because he was impressed with the way that she handled herself uh, during the Battle of the Binary Stars, I think is what it's called, which is what started the war. Because uh, yep. he's like, you know, you did what you had to do uh, in order to try to, you know, in order to save the save the Federation or whatever. Like, you know, this is exactly the kind of person I need on my team. Uh, also, he's crazy, uh, and he's a fucking psychopath, and he's like this super aggressive, like, warmonger, like pathological liar of a starship captain and that to me again is something that i like about this show because one of the things that i didn't really like about this other star treks that i've seen is that all the captains captains are so fucking perfect all the time and it's boring to me i don't think but anybody would we... consider captain kirk a perfect captain <laughs> oh really okay well, he was an absolute fine. renegade all the time <laughs> I literally, I've only seen like three episodes of the original series because I just fucking can't. And I'm just, I'm never going to get around to watching yeah, the Yeah, you obviously haven't seen it care. because Kirk's whole thing was not following the rules. Oh, is that true? Uh, good for him. I, whatever. Uh, but I, anyway. Yeah, Picard I was like a much more by the, the numbers captain. guy. I like having the captain be like a secret asshole. Like, and he's like trying not to let anybody know that like what his plans are and all this shit. Like I... I'm very invested in him. Also, he's played by Jason Isaacs, who was, uh, it was, um, what the hell is his name? Lucius Malfoy in the Harry Potter movies. Yes. So he makes a great, he makes a great fucking bad guy. I love that guy. He's just, he's just fun to watch. Uh, anyway, so the Discovery is unique as a ship because their, uh, drive system is different because it's powered by fungal spores, uh, that are, like, embedded into the very fabric of the universe or some shit like that, uh, and they can use these spores, uh, along with a, with an, the navigator that is a tardigrade or a human that has been, uh, genetically modified with tardigrade DNA, uh, which is what they're doing now, uh, they can use that thing, person, uh, as a navigator, and they can just teleport wherever they want, whenever they want, and then they can just disappear, right? Like, you know, they can just, just boom, like, go wherever the hell they want, and that, which is, of course, not something any other ship can do, so it's like, the secret weapon of the Federation is the Discovery, because it has this this super awesome crazy uh warp drive system that just lets them go anywhere instantaneously uh and like get behind enemy lines and do all kinds of sneaky sneaky maneuvers and shit and i just find that super interesting uh and i love the design of the ship and i like the idea of like this war like it to me it's like it's just a great setup for a story to have like the main ship be able to go anywhere and do anything 
uh, in this ongoing war, it's like, it's just, ah, just leads to some good fucking stories. Like, I'm like, yes, like, that's cool. I love this ship. I, I love the premise of this show, like, so much. I just think it's very fun. Yeah, you know what I don't uh, like, though? The Klingons. What? You don't like the Klingons in the show or just no, they, in general? Well, I like Klingons. I don't like the Klingons in this show. They look stupid. They do look weird as fuck. It's over-designed. Uh, yeah, they are. But yes, yes, I would agree with that. Like, the Klingons are probably the part of the show that I'm, like, least invested in because, like... Uh, also, there's just, like, these long, long stretches of time where the Klingons are just talking to each other, and it's, like, all in Klingon language or whatever, and it's yeah. just, it gets gets tedious, it gets a little boring, it just is frustrating after a while, because their freaking language is just gross to listen to. It's supposed uh, to be gross oh, and to listen to, they're warriors. Okay, whatever. What are you, some kind of varul? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that means, but okay. I think I just uh, called you a bitch in Klingon. I don't recall what that means. I like it's like I like the Klingon language. I just feel like like there are some scenes that just go on too long and it's just it's just like, you know, eight different Klingons all talking in their weird language for, you know, for like 10 straight minutes and it's just like, "Oh my god, like, you know, can I get can I get back to the human characters like or like and literally anybody that I care about because I don't give a fuck about these Klingons." Well, I don't care about uh, there's, well, First of all, they all look stupid, but also I don't like their motivations. They're like a weird religious cult now. Yeah, they're a weird religious cult, and they're obsessed with uh, Tkuvma. Uh, Tkuvma, which is like their martyr who died at the beginning of the war. Mm -hmm. And there's like this one white Klingon who's like the torchbearer to Tkuvma, and he's doing his thing. He's yeah, the that's one really that weird because Klingons actually already have a religion. <laughs> so this is very I don't bizarre. Care about that. I don't care. Uh, like the the best thing about watching this show as a non Trekkie is that I don't give a single flying fuck about any inconsistencies because I don't know what the inconsistencies are. I like, guess I'm going into this show blind. <laughs> like I'm just but like, this is right, changing like, things about later shows. This isn't like an evolution. It's it's just bizarre. It's busy. and they don't look this. I, Google Star Trek Klingons from any other show and they look nothing like that. I don't care. Just, I just, I just don't give a shit. They look like, like lumpy whatever. grimace. It's stupid. I, uh, I really like the show, and I like the Klingons as bad guys. Like, I just don't like them when we're spending too much time with them. Uh, and the one that I'm most interested in is the one white Klingon who's, uh, like the torchbearer or whatever. I don't really get what's going on with him other than he's obsessed with Takuvma and he's always talking about what Takuvma wanted and it's like this whole weird religious thing. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm curious where his story is going, but like the the human characters like the people that are actually on the discovery are just so, like i'm very invested in them i really like them i they just introduced this new character who uh has like this like romantic relationship that's beginning to blossom with michael which is nice i like i like romance i like me some some uh some some slow uh building uh romantic tension how far you know, are you a, into I'm the show how many episodes uh, eight episodes i think okay well so, you fucking hold on to your pants then it's about to get really wild okay i'm very excited i know that at some point time travel becomes a oh, thing that's not I even what i was referring to but yeah that also i guess okay yeah very very interested to see where this show is going and i you want some minor fun. spoilers it's... sure yeah uh that boyfriend that she's got yeah is he yeah. evil uh, he's a i'm not surprised but 
He's a he's a Klingon. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, that's awesome. I love that. How the fuck? Like <laughs> space like, I mean, surgery. I guess face surgery. Space that, surgery. I said space space surgery. He's a Klingon, and mm-hmm. he's got okay. All right, that's fun. I like that. I I'm digging it. Okay, so we're gonna have a nice little like a uh, like a Romeo and Juliet thing going on, or is she just gonna want to fucking murder him immediately? Uh, well, uh, he's uh, a committed undercover Klingon uh, who had all his memories erased so he could complete his mission, and they all come flooding back to him, and he remembers that he is in fact a Klingon bent on destroying all humans, but also his human persona sticks around, so he's got like a multi personality thing going on, and ultimately human one wins out. <laughs> <laughs> but that albino Klingon, yeah. or not the albino Klingon, but the lady friend of the albino Klingon is like oh, the yeah. lover of that guy who is undercover, and she's trying to pull him back. You know, it's it's a whole thing. Oh, okay. I, I'm I'm fine. And that sounds fun. And, sure. and then we got some time travel shit, and that's where I stopped caring. See, I I don't know. Like I like I like this show, and I don't really I really just don't give a fuck about inconsistencies or whatever the fuck. Like, oh, the Klingons look different. I just don't care. I, well, I it's not that I they cannot... look different; it's that they're entirely different in every way. Okay, I don't care. I, I like I. Well, just don't I call them Klingons. Just, just make them something else. That. Just make them something else. But no, because like Klingons are like the Star Trek villain. Like you okay, have to you do, can't like, say you don't care Klingons. about inconsistencies, but also want the legacy creatures in there. You can't. You can't have both ways. Uh, yeah, I can because I don't care. So uh, that's just where doesn't I'm work at that right way. Now. I love I love talking about Star Trek to people who actually care about Star Trek because I don't like I I'm enjoying the show, but like. I don't, I'm not like in super invested or whatever. Like I just like, to me, it's just, it's just a fun little show and whatever. I, I I just, I like pissing off. God damn it. There's supposed to be a rich warrior culture with a complicated background with religious leanings and a theocracy. Ah, okay. I don't care if I've just, you know, just as a friendly reminder. They don't even talk about Kalis. Kalis. That's click on Jesus. Oh, okay. Well, isn't this supposed he to took be a lock of his hair and he threw it into a volcano and he pulled it out and it became a sword. And he called that sword Batleth and he used it to kill his treacherous lying brother. Neat. That sounds fun. Uh, and and why does the show outright contradict this? Like, no, not really. I don't think so. Does it? Like, they uh, well, just have they a never mentioned martyr. him once in this new Kalos. So what? It's Who important cares? to their culture. It's essential to their identity. Okay, I just I don't give a fuck. I don't give a single fuck. You can't fuck have about you can't so. want Klingons and then not have Klingons. You can't have it both ways. They're warriors or whatever. They're, Everything in space are... is a warrior race. That's why we have conflicts in the show. <laughs> oh man! Do you know how many yeah, fucking warrior races Doctor Who has? Oh, like God. all of them. Way too fucking many. <laughs> a lot. Lots. Being and lots a warrior is not an identity. It's why you're a warrior that's the identity. Okay. So, so I'm sorry. So, like, I guess maybe I should, like, go and watch some of the other shows before I can really judge this. Because, again, I don't care about legacy shit. Like, whatever. It's fine. The Klingons work for the story being told in this show. Like, they're just bad guys who want to, you know, hold on to their heritage and be warlike, crazy motherfuckers. That's fine, but they could have been literally any other space race. (laughs) Yeah, but then no one would care. 
if if they were any other space race. But you can't just call them Klingons and not have them do Klingon things. If you're doing that for people who want Klingons because you think they'll only care if they're Klingons, you can't have them not behave like Klingons because that's not doing anybody any good. Okay. You know what? I'm going to get you a fucking Star Wars movie that's got a bunch of Gungans in it. All the Gungans are going to be fucking tax accountants. Because Gungans (laughs) are really good at math, I decided. (laughs) <laughs> how does that fucking taste do they do they still have the uh do they still have the accents like, no 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 so they all speak with spanish accents now <laughs> but they're still gungans trust me also they don't look like anything like gungans anymore they're actually not fish <laughs> they or anti people gungans? anymore now they all look like spongebob but they're all still gungans i promise okay i'm pretty they're sure the from Naboo, look- kinda I, th- I feel like the klingons in the show look kind of sort of like klingons in the rest of it don't no they, they do not Wait. All right, Klingons. I'm just gonna look up Klingons' uh, visual differences. There you go. I wonder if that'll work. All five version of Star Trek's Klingons explained. Oh yeah. Okay. Wow, they do look very different, don't they? Yeah. Yes. They're all, they're they all sure do. Looking. They 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 sure do. All right, let's see. The original series, they just look like uh, people in blackface. Yep, not a fan of that. Um, I mean, they do, though. Like, <laughs> like seriously, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, they're extra tan. Yeah, for sure. They, these guys have got their little head ridges. Like, okay, sure. Yeah, they actually next do explain. Generation. There's a reason why the next generation Klingons don't look like the first generation Klingons. There's a reason for that. They explain it. All right, if you say so. There was a disease. Okay, there's these guys. There are these guys who have the have the more head ridges. Like okay, uh, Enterprise. Let's see what this one looks like. Oh, okay. They look like they also have head ridges. Yeah, they that's a key variable. Oh, the head ridges is the key variable. Yep. And then there's Discovery. Yeah, where they look all fucking weird as shit. Yeah. All right. All right. I can understand why people are mad about this. I don't. I still don't care, but I I, I can understand because they definitely don't really look like Klingons, like, or like they look almost like Klingons, but like these weird mutated cousins of Klingons. All right, they look like Would the George you... Lucas of Klingons. The George Lucas of Klingons. You know, the over-designed version yeah. that fixes something they didn't need fixing. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, like, I actually kind of like their armor, just like just looking at it like it's it is over designed but it's it's kind of cool looking and it, they do have the face ridges the forehead ridges that's they're just all they're Look all like grimace yes, they're now, like bony grimace weird. <laughs> oh man i love it why do star trek's klingons look so different are there like more like is there like a whole thing about that I don't well know. the first generation ones did not have the head ridges and that was because there was a birth defect disease in the in the population of klingons at the time which they eventually grew out of by the time of next generation but they so used to have I, head ridges and then that mutation caused them not to have head ridges and they slowly grew back okay i have a question mm-hmm. what if there is an explanation for why the klingons look different in the new show but we just don't have that explanation yet like what if like somebody in 10 years writes like some some book that goes into like incredibly in-depth detail about why the klingons look so different and why they don't talk about uh that one religious guy that you mentioned shit like sure uh well 
Uh, that doesn't do me any fucking good now. That'll do me good in a decade. So until that time, I can still be upset about it. And number two, um, these are prequel Klingons, so they shouldn't look this different from future Klingons. Uh, if okay. anything, they should look I'm, closer I... to the first generation Star Trek Klingons, which are their immediate ancestors. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just reading now. I'm just read. I'm, I'm gonna read this later. I'm gonna read this later. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, uh, I'm sorry that the Klingons piss you off so much. Um, I still don't give a shit. But, uh, <laughs> and I, I kind of like how they look in the in the new show. I think that that's it's kind of fun. It is over designed. It is definitely over designed. But yeah, it's, it's whatever to me. It's fine. Wharf. Anyway, I like uh, Wharf. Okay. Uh, anyway, what was I going to say? Uh, in my humble opinion, Star Trek Discovery is very entertaining, and I am looking forward to watching more and to hearing more about how it's the worst Star Trek ever, because uh, that's funny to me. I don't think it's uh, the worst Star Trek ever, if that makes changes your mind. Uh, what would you say is the worst Star Trek? Uh, well, based on popular opinion, it has to be Picard. Oh, I've never yeah, seen Picard because I don't have Paramount I've heard Picard Plus. Is very bad, but I hear that it's pretty bad. I've heard Picard is going to be the next one that I watch once I'm like caught up on Discovery. I really want to uh, see it just because it has the Next Generation crew in it. I really want to see their old decrepit bodies pulling these characters off still, <laughs> but I guess we'll see. All right, Steve. So, do you have a humble opinion this week? Yeah, a bit of one. So, um, right. so Kenobi's coming out soon. Actually, by the yeah, actually, when this episode comes out, it will still not be out. It'll be out the next day. The so next Friday, day. this Friday, Kenobi comes out. So I'm in a bit of a Star Wars-y kind of mood, right? So I thought, you know what? Sure. I'm going to pop in there. I'm going to watch me some of that Clone Wars again. Nice. I'm going to rewatch some Clone Wars. I am currently, at time of speaking, on episode uh, season two, episode 22. Oh, okay. And right. I could not tell you what I missed, but I fell asleep like four times. The show doesn't get good until like the third or fourth. Season, I'm realizing so. that now. I yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember if I was this annoyed the first time I watched it, or if I had to push through to the good parts or not. But like the first season is a total throwaway because it's nothing but episode like villains of the week has nothing interesting yep. to offer at all. Yep. Ventress shows up in the first episode and never again for a long fucking. Well, no, it's not true. She'll like twice after that, but. For very long stretches of time. I also realize that there's a lot of episodes that do not contain most of the main characters. Like. Oh, yeah. It's very episodic. Like Anakin it, like, or uh, Obi-Wan mm -hmm. can be episodes by themselves. And Ahsoka's not even with Anakin in every episode he's in. Which I find very strange. And there's no explanation as to why. Like, just sometimes Ahsoka's not there. And that's just, like, okay. It's just a little sure, weird as all. I don't know. But um, It is, is kind of strange. But, yeah. I, I So far, I'm like, man. When the fuck does Darth Maul show up again? Because, like, that's my favorite part of the show. And Oh, man, you gotta get ready for Savage first. I mean, that takes... I forgot like, about Savage Opress. Yeah. Yeah, Savage Opress. My yeah. favorite name. Forgot Star about Wars that dork, right but, man, I am so looking forward to seeing Darth Maul again. I am also remembering that he shows up in, um, in uh, Rebels, Rebels, and I don't want to have to go through all of Rebels again just to see more Darth Maul, but I really, really like Darth Maul, so... I may have to do that again. Maybe you should just... I mean, you could just... Like, he doesn't show up until the end of Season 2 of Rebels. So you could just start there and then... Yeah, like, but Season 2 you know. is lamer because it doesn't have a cool lightsaber guy. It has lame lightsaber guy with regular boring lightsaber instead of cool gun lightsaber. Ezra. That was his name, Ezra. 
Ezra. Yeah. Ezra's cool Ezra gun loses... lightsaber gets replaced by boring as fuck regular lightsaber. Yeah, the boring ass green one. I that is like like oddly, I think that's my biggest complaint about Star Wars Rebels. I agree. I wish they hadn't. <laughs> they I wish they hadn't gotten rid of his his cool gun lightsaber. Because all in all, I think Why? Rebels is like. So far, just based on memory, I think Rebels is stronger than Clone Wars if we're taking all the episode Damn average. Damn straight. Facts right there. Facts, Steve. <laughs> but Rebels I really so wish good. he kept that gun saber because that is just the yeah. epitome of advancements in lightsaber technology. <laughs> I agree with you. I totally agree. Yep. Mm-hmm. But whatever. All right. So yeah, I'm watching Clone Wars again, and I, I keep falling asleep, and like I, I wasn't paying super close attention, but I was like, oh, I'll just pop this on and do something else, and like... I'll look over and it's like the thing's asking me if I'm still watching and it's like, oh shit, I guess I'm not. <laughs> so I'm, I'm upset by this because I remembered liking the show, but maybe I'm just remembering the good parts and not like the really boring three seasons up to this part. Cause, uh, you know, most of the characters I actually care about aren't even introduced yet, except for Hondo. Of course, everybody likes Hondo. Um, I'm realizing that I also liked Hondo more in the later seasons than I do currently, but uh, I have seen him twice up to this point. So that's, that's good, I guess. That's basically it. That's all I got uh, to say okay. is that that's, that's I, all you've got. I, right. I like Star right. Wars, but I wish I could skip the first three seasons of this show. I you suppose, pretty I suppose, much can. I can, I guess. You Nobody can, important you can, like, dies up to this skip point. Around. Yeah, like, I, like honestly, I feel like you could just like watch a handful of episodes in the first couple of seasons. I like, kind of only did that... do that because I slept through most of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, though I do love me some Cad Bane episodes. That's some good shit right there. I love Cad Bane. I really don't uh, see your attachment to Cad Bane. I think he's so lame. I, he's trying what? so hard. He's trying he so trying, hard to yeah. be cool. Ooh, yeah, and he hunter. fucking is cool. You How do you not love you can't Cad Bane? Stop me, I'm a bounty hunter. like this. You will never catch me. I'm a Cad Bane, the bounty hunter. Fucking ugh. Yeah, mm, Cad Bane. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I can't get behind that. Doesn't interest I, me. I love. Also, Cad I can't like even pretend favorites. to muster caring about the clones. I don't know. I, I don't know why they bother trying. What? Oh man, I love. The, uh, you remember Fives? You remember, I love Fives. He's like one of the best Ooh. clones. But yeah, Fives. He's the one who uh, he figures out uh, about Order sixty six like before it happens, and then he dies trying to expose it. Oh yeah, because uh, of brain surgery or whatever. Yeah, I kind of remember surgery. that vaguely. Yeah. And then like the okay. Captain Commando guy or whatever that's gonna like blast Ahsoka doesn't Rex. blast Ahsoka. Yeah, Captain Rex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like awesome. Rex is like one of my favorite characters. Well, there's in that there's show. a handful of those Rex. guys still alive in Rebels. I don't remember. Um, Yep, Rex Which, and Gregor. Uh, I'm trying to remember some of the other ones. Some wolf guy. I can't. Was is his name Wolf? It might I be Wolf. I don't know. One actually. of them was like batshit insane, though. Yep, yep. That's Gregor. Mm-hmm. He's the one who. <laughs> you remember the episode of the Clone Wars when they like? There's that tiny little alien that goes on the adventure with the droids. Yes. Do you remember? Yeah, and then they like wind up on this like on this like empty ass fucking planet and they find a uh, a clone that uh has his memories like you know he has amnesia or whatever kind of yes actually that yeah that's gregor that's the crazy one from rebels that's oh. who that's what clone that is neat yeah. it's, it's very weird it's, he's i'm forgiven dies. for not knowing that because they all look the fucking same I mean, yeah no absolutely but despite yeah, what differences they give in their haircuts the end of 
his Clone Wars episodes episode, and but then he just shows up again in Rebels for with no explanation as to how he survived. But like, who cares? Because it's fine. Sweet. Um, how come they have different eye colors and hair colors sometimes? I, they can dye their hair, and many of the clones choose to dye their hair because uh, they want to like look visually distinct. And I'm going to go ahead and say that they can change their eye color too with uh, cybernetic replacements and or contact uh, lenses, but whatever. And contact lenses. Let's just go with that. <laughs> okay, sure. That's, the that real, sounds neat. The real answer. The real answer is so that we can tell the difference between them. It's not enough uh, for me. But, I, I need them to be different looking people. I can't. I can't tell them apart. I okay, only know Rex is Rex batch. because he's, he has two guns instead of one gun. Yeah, he has has a distinctive helmet. And yeah, he has the blue you know, on there. I suppose the that's true. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yep. I don't know. I, uh, all right, I, well, I find it very odd that they have different personalities on account of they're all supposed to be the same person and they're all brought up in the exact same facility to be the exact same perfect soldiers. So the fact that they develop any unique quirks is just ridiculous. I don't agree with you. I think that that's just human nature. It's uh, but no, it, it's it, it's not. They're, it's not human nature because they're the same guy. It they is. should have the same human nature. No, they shouldn't. Uh, like, you know, people naturally like, you know, live different lives but they're not living different lives they're living the same life they're you know a camp to become a soldier (laughs) they know they're expendable and they know they're clones they exist for a sole purpose of being thrown away (sighs) like this is not taking 10 people off the street and putting them in a room this is like having 10 freshly born babies and all attending the same school with the same foster parents and wearing the same clothes and eating the same food and that's that assuming that there's nothing to do same. with breeding in there and that it's all being taught to them. But even if that was a variable, it's not with these guys because they're all the same inside and out. You're thinking it way, you're thinking about this way too much. I, I know okay. they have to be different for us to pretend to care about them because they are definitely just background bodies to be thrown into the furnace of war. But like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. it's impossible that they would develop uniqueness. Impossible. That's not true. Impossible. That, like you can't just decide that something is impossible because you don't understand it. Like that's just not. What is there to understand? Like, they are. If it's genetically making them individuals, they're the same person. And if it's they do out- have differences between them. Like I. But I think why? Because they choose to. I don't know. But they can't have that decision. They are individuals, despite the not. fact that they. But they are. They're individual <laughs> instances of the same person. They're just clones. Just because they're Precisely. clones doesn't mean that they are. They all have the same personality. That's ridiculous. Okay, but you're not hearing like, me. This identical is, this is a twins nature, can nurture be question. totally different. If it's different. nature, they all have the same nature because they're all genetically identical. And if it's nurture being the environment that gives them their personality, they all have the same environment because they're all brought Maybe up they in just the same fucking souls. factory. What if they have different souls, Steve? Well, how, I don't do buy that, that for a fucking second because they're soulless monstrosity clones and nature would never allow for them to exist, so they obviously don't have them. But if they, they did... They totally have souls! Why the fuck not? They're still humans. They're still people. They, they have a soul and that genetic soul monsters. might be the... They're a crime against God and well, man. Okay, alright. Alright, Steve, are you ready? Are you ready for an explanation? I can give you an explanation. Is it the, the force? force Steve, fuck you. The force. Fuck you. <laughs> The force is is a life force that connects all living things, and it gives <sighs> apparently all living things distinct personalities and and desires. Okay, and that's yeah, that's a good explanation, is. as any, I guess. <laughs> it's the best you're it's gonna get. It's the will of the force, whatever. <laughs> yep, exactly. Uh, all right. So, do you have anything more no, to say about it. the Clone Wars? All right. Those were the complaints this week. If you can't complain, share it with your friends. Bye.